0: Welcome to the Online Course Master Show, where you'll learn how to create and sell your very own online courses. I'm your host, Phil Ebener, and alongside Jeremy Deegan, we're excited to dive into a great topic today. What types of businesses can profit from online courses? While you're listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button and take a moment to leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Jeremy, what's up? Welcome to the show. How's it going, man? You doing good? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a new day and I'm excited to be uh, helping people teach online courses. Yeah, for sure. We got a good topic today and
1: uh, we're going to be talking about what types of businesses and people and brands and different things can benefit from an online course because typically you hear course creators uh, or online businesses, marketers, it seems pretty easy and natural for them to create courses. But we want to talk today about some other different people, brands, products, and different things that can also benefit from uh, having an online course. So we've got four laid out here. We're going to talk about just online businesses in general, how can they benefit from having an online course. We're going to talk about how brands, different types of brands and personalities can benefit Uh, Brick and mortar businesses. I think this is a really big one because a lot of people listening might not have an online business. Maybe they have an actual shop or a place and we want to help them have an online course. And then finally, different products that can actually benefit from having an online course. So let's go ahead and talk about online business first because that one to us is pretty natural. Uh, We both have online businesses. We're both online course creators. So what are some examples of different online businesses that can benefit from uh, creating different types of courses?
0: Yeah, and I think this is kind of in contrast to people who are just starting out completely from scratch online who don't have anything. And that might be a lot of listeners who don't have a brand, don't have a brick-and-mortar business, don't have a product, and don't have an online business right now, and they're jumping into it. But there's a lot of online businesses who already have an audience, the website, they're teaching some sort of skill through blog articles, through a YouTube channel, and they can start teaching online classes and really kind of hit the ground running. The people that just pop into my mind right away are... Uh, Nick Loper of Side Hustle Nation, who has a podcast about side hustles. And so it's natural for him to start an online course. Not only is it a side hustle to him, but he can also teach people about side hustling. Pat Flynn, another big online uh, personality, he was teaching people about Growing passive income through his website, and then he's kind of started doing youtube and uh, I was actually surprised that it took him a little bit longer to jump into actually online courses, which he has done recently. He's been doing that through his own site, uh, actually hosted with Teachable though uh, so he's like another person who already has a big brand um, big online business that that works and I think just this idea of youtubers. If you're a YouTuber and you're listening to this or somehow you haven't thought about teaching online courses, it always blows my mind how many YouTubers are trying to make money from AdSense from YouTube or from selling t-shirts and merch of their own product or brand on YouTube when I think, man, these people could be creating amazing online courses because they already know how to create a great video. Um, So those are kind of like a few kind of people and categories I think of online businesses that could benefit from using on online courses. I don't know. Do you have any other ideas?
1: Well, I really like YouTube because it translates so well. You're going from video content to video content. And online courses don't have to always be video, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are courses out there that are text-based. So you might go from a blogging to a text-based course. But YouTube always seems to be very powerful. And I can't wait till we get on that episode and talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, you know, any type of online business, uh, whether you're selling digital products or you have a blog or a podcast. As you mentioned, you, you know an online course is relatively simple to set up in the terms of being able to get people uh, from your online business to the course. Mm -hmm. Um, and you talked about people like Pat Flynn and and Nick Loper, and they have their online businesses and they kind of encompass a brand also, you know, Pat Flynn's a good example. Mm -hmm. He is the brand of that business. And it's very important for brands to also be able to benefit from online courses, um, because it really helps give you further reach It uh, gives you the ability to reach more people to build, you know, to bring them back into your brand. And that's whether it's online or offline. Um, I know Seth Godin is one person that I think about that comes to mind. Hmm. He's naturally a blogger, a writer, and does uh, live speaking. And he has online courses that help reach more people. And bring him back to his personal brand. Uh, Can you think of some other brands that actually, you know, use online courses
0: for that purpose? I think. I mean, the people that I'm thinking of are like individuals who, like you said, they are the brand themselves. The Gary Vaynerchucks, Marie Forleo, uh, Amy Porterfield, a lot of people, John Lee Dumas, all these people who maybe did a lot of webinars before um, are now converting to online courses. But I think what you said is important that it's not only about making extra money from online courses, but it's about building your brand in general. I mean, we know that Seth Godin has a course on Udemy, but I doubt that he's, well, one, I don't know how much money he's making from Udemy, but I doubt that he's like, that's his main source of income that he's, he's wanting. He's using Udemy as sort of another avenue to attract people to his brand, which is his blog and his website, which he sells other products and uh, coaching and stuff on there as well. Um, So I feel like for these bigger name brands and bigger name people, it's not only about selling a course, but maybe even creating a free course that teaches whatever you're teaching. I mean, it's... In I feel like I guess what my question is while I'm like while we're talking about this is like we're talking about all these people who teach things online through their brand um, through you know their blog they're teaching about writing they're teaching about business they're teaching about entrepreneurship they're teaching about podcasting but like I'm trying to think like what brands that aren't already like teaching something online how can they benefit from an online course trying to think like of a brand or something that like something completely random and well so this is kind of the second category and we're going to talk about brick and mortar and products in the future but let's just like Nike or Adidas or something those are two brands that just popped into my mind I'm trying to think like if an online course would be beneficial to them I mean maybe they're too big right now but maybe a smaller shoe company might want to put together some sort of you know (laughs) basketball course or or some sort of athletic training course where they're always using their products that could be one reason to create an online course but i feel like adidas and nike those are kind of those are kind of really big i don't know do you have any other ideas I I think that those would actually work pretty well. I mean, it might be not
1: be something that they're thinking about, but again, you're reaching you know more people, um, especially if you're using a marketplace. We talk about Udemy a lot. Udemy has millions of people coming to that site. And like you said, if you create a course on maybe some um, athletic ability Mm -hmm. and then you're using Adidas products in those videos, um, that's just advertising. So you're you're kind of hitting it in a couple of different instances And, and something like a company like that. You know, they might do something. I don't know if they would do it for free, but it might be more beneficial to to have a free course where you're actually getting that advertising mm-hmm. through a free channel and just growing your your business and brand that way.
0: Yeah, and I, and that kind of relates to just content marketing in general, which I feel like over the past five years has become a better way or a more popular. Way for businesses and brands to advertise. It's no longer the infomercial on TV saying bye, 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 but it's the sort of documentary style video that the guy is wearing a particular piece of clothing that that, that they're subtly advertising. And it's kind of similar with with a course. Um, I can also think of like brands where you might want to teach how to use a product which I think we'll talk more about in the products but I'm thinking like even like Tesla or someone like might come out with a course or a series of tutorials on like all the things you can do with your Tesla or I I mean I've never driven I've driven in a Tesla once but I don't know how like all the doodads and things you can do with it but I'm sure there's a lot of things that people thinking about getting a Tesla or who have a Tesla might be interested in learning about. Um, so yeah, I think brands is another bi- big one. Uh, we keep kind of mentioning these other sort of products or brick and mortar. Let's move on to brick and mortar businesses, okay. um, which I feel like this is probably a an audience that Is creating an online course is probably the furthest thing from their mind that could benefit them as a business compared to like an online business or or a brand that is based online. But why do you think teaching online courses can help a brick and mortar business?
1: Well, again, you're you're getting more reach. You know, your brick and mortar is going to be advertised um, more nationally or internationally. Um, so you can definitely drive more sales and more people back to there. Uh, but also, it's going to help build a relationship with you and the customer. Um, mm-hmm. If I have a dog training business... And, you know, I see the customer come in every now and then, but I don't really socialize or interact with them. They don't know me, you know, know my brand or, or my company. Uh, having an online course can really help build that um, because you get it feels a little more intimate when you're mm-hmm. sitting there watching someone. So, you know, it's for instance, if I had a dog training business and, and that was my whole thing was that, to train dogs. Um, maybe I have an online course on some basics of dog training. Mm -hmm. So I have ways to take care of your dog or how to keep your dog from using the bathroom in the house or something of that nature. And it helps build that relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's a little easier for me to get them back to my business because now they know me. They know that I've taught them how to do, uh, have this quick win of keeping their dog from peeing in the house. And now I can have them come to my business and maybe sell them on a more advanced, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, advanced thing where I can have them uh, teach their dog training on a more higher level. So yeah. I think that it really helps in that ways. Um, dog training is one that I, I think off, off the top of my head. Do you have any that you'd recommend? Or well, do you think I, I love
0: that idea with the dog training, and I think that can work both ways. Whether you're, it's a great way to get someone into the shop, but it's also maybe a way for someone who comes into your shop and is curious about a dog training program but they're not they're not making that purchase right now and maybe you can send them to a free course or say, hey, if you're not really ready for this, we have a $10 course online that you can check out and that's kind of a good way, like you said, to introduce them to you, get them to know your personality or if you're part of a dog training class, which this is timely because with my new dog, I was in a, a training <laughs> class. Um, that would have been so cool if... We went to the live class and then they were like, oh, by the way, we have as part of this package, an online course that you can watch all of the techniques that we learned in class today to reinforce if you forget something, how to do something, uh, you can watch the online course or you can pay an extra fee for the online course package. I love that idea. And I think that can work for other businesses, too. Local photography shops, I know uh, there's photography shops here in SoCal, probably all over the world who have in-person training and same kind of thing. They already teach now dog training and on and photography is like something that they're teaching in person already. So it makes sense to convert it to an online course. But there's also other like businesses that might not necessarily teach something, but you have the skills to teach something. And if you're a chef, or you own a restaurant, or if you're a barista, or a coffee shop, I could imagine you putting together a nice online course. These two things, it might not, this is different in the sense that someone who watches your How to Make a Great Latte course isn't gonna like be a patron of your coffee shop more, but it's an extra stream of income, it's a side hustle, it could be a full-time business, if you're a baker, you know how to bake bread really well. Um, It's just another type of business that you can get into uh, that. Yeah, it doesn't like work both ways. It doesn't help your brick and mortar business, but it's just another business that you can get into with the skills that you already have.
1: Well, I think it it does help uh, for people to buy into you more because the more they get to know you, the more they get to like you and trust you, uh, they are going to frequent you more often because yeah. you become more of a loyal fan, uh, you know, to that company. Uh, I worked in a bakery for a couple of years, actually, when I was younger, and I helped set up their website and stuff. And had we had access to some of this stuff that we have today, it would have been awesome to really work with them because they were really forward thinking and they didn't mind trying, trying stuff out like this. So, Online courses becomes another type of marketing avenue that you can take, whether it be blogging or podcasting or ebooks or whatever, you know, online courses can help in that aspect. And and I think about, you know, a bakery example, um I might be able to have a website where I have a blog and some recipes about things that, you know, that you can make on your own that Mm -hmm. you can bake yourself. But there's some things that you're just not going to do yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. like say maybe your own wedding cake. You're not going to, you know, maybe design and and make as nice of a a one as a a baker could make. So maybe you have like different cakes that you could teach uh, on an online Mm -hmm. course or how to make cakes, but you're still going to be able to buy that person back or have them come back to uh, your brick and mortar, your store bakery to buy more things because there's just some things that they're not going to be able to handle.
0: Yeah. Um, And that actually makes me think really quickly about an obvious sort of category of this type of brick and mortar business is anyone that supplies materials for any sort of hobby or doing something. I was thinking about, there's a cake uh, shop or not a cake shop but a cake supply shop up the street from me and they sell everything from you know the the sprinkles of every flavor and everything and so they're the perfect person to be teaching online classes they could even deliver online packages of products for an online class say hey we even if you don't live locally we'll package together all the supplies you need Mm -hmm. ship it out to you so you don't have to go to the store. Any sort of hobby like painting or woodworking or anything like that. A hobby would be
1: a good one. We have local hobby stores here that Mm -hmm. sell everything from sewing patterns to woodworking. And we know that DIY and crafts are huge on the internet. People love going on YouTube and watching a video on how to make, you know, some kind of craft. Mm -hmm. And if you're the hobby store teaching that uh through a course, and then you can sell them the products that they're going to need. Like you said, painting, you know, we'll teach you how to make the painting but you're still gonna need the brushes and the paints and what have you, so you can actually sell more of that product by doing something like this. So we've talked about online businesses and brands and brick and mortars, and we we talked about how having a hobby store could sell products to bring them back to the store, but let's go ahead and talk about actual products that mm-hmm. could benefit from online courses. Um, so what are some off the top of your head that you could think of that could use online courses?
0: Well, the things that come to mind first are products that are a little bit confusing to use for beginners. And because I'm a photographer, photography is the first thing that comes to mind. So any sort of specific camera model or camera brand, uh, I think, is a great way for a company to put out tutorials on how to use that product. Um, Also related to what I do, I know like different video editing applications. They come out with courses. And even though I have my own Adobe Premiere Pro course, uh, I know that Adobe puts out some tutorials and there's smaller digital uh, video editing platforms like Filmora that they put out their own courses. So I think for me, it's like those. if you have sort of a product that is a little bit technical, a little bit hard to understand if you're just getting into it, that's the perfect place to either make a course specifically about that subject or... Similar to a sort of our brand strategy, you create a general course about photography, but you're featuring your camera or your piece of equipment throughout that entire course. And that way you gain a larger audience than, than people who are just looking specifically for that type of camera or whatever product it is. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, Complicated things, digital digital devices, like you said, that are a little more complex, uh, cameras, um, drones would probably mm-hmm. be a good one. You know, drones are real new and popular right now. Don't you think that would probably be a good
0: one to have a course on, how to use that in some way? Actually, that's uh, funny that you mentioned that because I have been talking to DJI, one of the main drone manufacturers, and they were looking for someone to help create tutorials using their drone. And they were kind of having the same idea that I was just talking about. They're not looking for someone to create a DJI drone photography course. They want me or someone to create a co- photography course, but have a section on aerial photography recommending the dji drone uh, and talking about how i'm using that drone but they i think have done experiments in the past they probably have tutorials of their own Um, but they are trying to introduce new people into the market who don't even know they're interested in drones but they're interested in photography because that audience is way bigger than people searching for that drone aerial photography course so that's another one um but it doesn't have to be so technical. I think uh, one thing that I'm thinking about with YouTube, makeup tutorials are huge. Yeah. I mean, on even on my home, I don't watch makeup tutorials. I swear, but on the homepage <laughs> of my YouTube channel, I, like I swear, those are some of the videos that just appear all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, and on YouTube trending, like the trending videos, there's usually like a handful of them every day. And if you're a particular brand and you want to show people how to properly use your mascara or whatever it is, I think that's a non-technical product that you can still create a tutorial or a course on.
1: Yeah, and it's a pretty natural progression too because, again, you're getting people to buy into your brand and to your product. And you can have a YouTube video that maybe teaches, you know, small little pieces or little segments or small things to do. And then you could upsell them to an online course that really goes more in depth into all the different things you could do with that product. And at the same time, again, you're advertising your product. You're actually showing them uh, that this is something that you can do with their specific product, especially if you could do something a little more, you know, a special toward whatever product that Mm -hmm. is. Um, I also think of like special effects makeup. I always thought that that was a really cool thing. I love watching the shows and you know, they've got a special effects show on TV Mm -hmm. and that's what they're doing. They're advertising that product by also having the show. So you're kind of getting it at different angles. I think of other non technical things like, you know, guitars or guitar playing. Like, if you were an upcoming guitar brand and you wanted to advertise your guitar a little more, Mm -hmm. you could have, you know, YouTube videos or online courses where you have people teaching you how to play guitar, but they're using that brand of guitar and maybe even running some type of a special promotion or discount or something with the product that you get the course like you mentioned before mm-hmm. maybe like a bundle or something i think that would be you know really cool so there's definitely a lot of a lot of different products out there technical and non-technical that could definitely benefit from this
0: and and i think this just makes me kind of think back to the brick and mortar shops too if you're a if you're a guitar shop or if you just sell instruments how cool would that be if you know you're a beginner you're a kid that's buying a new guitar and when you buy that new guitar, when you check out at the register, they're like, hey, here's a coupon. Here's a free online guitar course to help you get started. And then maybe they have the live in-person training as well or a series of more advanced uh, courses. Mm-hmm. But I f- I've never seen that done in, in my mm-hmm. life anyways. I've never been to a store where someone was like, OK, here's a free online course or here's an online course. Um, there's a lot of places that I go that might have in-person training or courses, but right. there's definitely sort of this this missed opportunity that uh, is is with online courses, and it's not just about putting a course on Udemy, which we talk a lot about, but this is just putting a course on your own site and with the yeah, tools right. that we have available now, Teachable, Thinkific, Zendler, all these platforms, you can get started for free to host your own online class. And it's really easy to do. Um, And it's about building that brand and building that relationship with your customers. So I love all these ideas. Do you want to just kind of recap the four ideas before we close it out again? Yeah.
1: So we talked about online businesses, whether you have maybe a blog or a podcast, a YouTube channel, just in general, it's a pretty nice progression to go from online material to online courses. We talked about having brands, whether it be a personal brand or some type of entity. Um, we mentioned people like Seth Godin and Gary Vaynerchuk who use, uh, online courses to help further the reach and, and get more people across. We talked about the brick and mortar. So we mentioned, uh, having an actual physical place, a bakery or a dog training facility or something of that nature where people can come and, uh, take an online course from you and build that trust, but also use your service. And then we talked about physical products like cameras or drones, Mm -hmm. um, things that you could actually teach people how to use and then sell your product on top of that. Um, So I think that this uh, really covers a lot of people listening who can
0: benefit from having an online course. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think this is hopefully a great episode that maybe if you are brand new to the Online Course Masters show, you're learning why teaching online classes is great. If you wanna continue learning more, I definitely recommend joining our Facebook group. Just search for Online Course Masters on Facebook and you can find us there. If you're really interested in taking it to the next level, go to OnlineCourseMasters.com where we have a premium membership program that will walk you through all of this stuff. And then there's also dozens of other episodes that you can listen to in the past. And Jeremy and I are going to be continuing this season of the Online Course Masters show uh, with our next episode about perfectionism. And we're moving on to more of the course production side of things. So, so far, we've talked a lot about getting started and why and and who should teach online courses but we're gonna get really into the nitty-gritty of creating courses uh first with what the benefit maybe and probably what a lot of the drawbacks of perfectionism are so uh so yeah excited to be with you again jeremy hopefully everyone listening to this had a good time and we'll see you in the next episode see you later